that's life being being a critical thinker and thinking analytically about things skill of life skill of life as as things change and you receive new information yeah this is a great conversation definitely wasn't what we thought we were going to talk about today (laughs) i can't look at it but i was like uh (laughs) but there's just so much going on in the world what up y'all this is Brittany. i'm mandisa and i'm jamal and we are your hosts of. And we're your hosts of. And we're the host of. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. A podcast where you'll be hearing three different perspectives and emerging stories from three different millennials on everyday life and trending topics. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Living Millennial. This is Brittany. It's Mandisa. And this is Jamal. And we are excited to be back for our third season. Yes. I'm sure y'all can hear this big smile I have on my face. I'm excited to be back at the mic with my two faves. Aww. <laughs> so we appreciate y'all's support. Uh, we had two amazing seasons. We're now on our third. We appreciate y'all's, uh, our audience's support for us. Um, and definitely appreciate y'all's patience. We had a much needed break. Self-care is important. Very, very important. So Very much so important. Very much so important. We thank y'all for sticking with us these past two seasons. Welcome to season number three. Season number three. So, so, so excited. So how are we doing? Let's check it on in. How are we doing? What's new? Mendisa, tell us. Listen. Beautiful voice. <laughs> Hey, hey, um, y'all have, have um, witnessed and heard a little bit of the, the challenge and the struggle of my hot Corona summer, which the, the most challenging and consuming and stressful, and, and honestly, what I hope grows into the most rewarding part of my summer is successfully completing a coding boot camp. Uh, where I've learned the skills and technologies to become a full stack web developer. So (laughs) thank you. you. Um, It was intense. It was an intense 12 weeks. And I really didn't realize that the pace of it was going to be as fast as it was. Um, By the end of week two, I was like, okay, cool. We're doing some HTML, CSS. I can put a little box over here. And then week three started. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) and I also I also traveled back home during that time so I was three hours ahead of the rest of my class because pretty much everyone's based in the San Diego area um, as it's an extension through UC San Diego Mm. and I spent countless nights being up until 3 a.m um finishing homeworks um with with the help of a dear friend (laughs) honestly (laughs) Um, who helped me through the struggle. And I learned a lot. Um, It was frustrating and really challenging. But I know that I've come out of it on the other side with a host of new skills that I'm really excited to to dive into and have some really creative and juicy ideas that I want to launch and that I'm excited for and that I know how to attack these problems now. So yeah. Come on, Black Girl Magic. Come on, girl. (laughs) Sounds like you really made use of the time to like develop a new skill that's really going to, you know, be beneficial to your life. You know, that's amazing. Right. Or, you know, I've definitely said before, I don't know when I'll be able to get back into a rehearsal room Mm. or to, to get in any production or event room and do what I truly, truly love to do. Um, and that hurts like mm. <laughs> five, six months later that that still kind of stings my, my heart and my soul. But mm. like you said, I had to pivot and recognize, listen, there's another horse to get on. OK, the stable is not empty. Hey, hey, OK. All right. Say that All right now. how do we get there how did we get there that is a wonderful metaphor uh we should write that down um and yeah uh that's amazing thank you for sharing that's beautiful i'm I'm proud of you you. i'm really proud of you that's really great i am thank you thank you jamal what have you been up to 
Um, you know, a lot, a lot has happened during quarantine and uh, a lot of spiritual things, a lot of awakenings, love, uh, a lot of work has come in actually. Um, I've been taken care of in a very beautiful way that has just been a blessing that I wasn't expecting during this time. And uh, as a result of the blessings and also spending a lot of intentional time by myself and intentional time with the people that are in my life, um, you know, a lot has just grown and blossomed. And so uh, I'm still learning a lot. A lot of things are still new to me. I'm like realizing, you know, purpose in a different way. Um, that just means you have to be silent, a silent a little bit longer just to hear clearly and to continue to see clearly and not like ride any of the waves that we've all been ride, riding the past couple of months. I'm just not interested anymore. Um, yeah. Just quite frankly. And, uh, you know, I was working with the kids, you know, the past couple of weeks. And then after that, became a board member with the company now and have another opportunity yes. building some work Come with some on. alumni over the next year, building a new show and just booked a pretty nice gig. And yeah, and another opportunity teaching in the fall. And so a lot has been happening, a lot of blessings with the time. And um, just making sure that I stay present because there's still, like I said, a lot that I don't know and a lot of mm -hmm. fear that comes in, but you know, I'm in position and I'm ready for everything that's coming my way. And so time to build and learn and grow. So I'm, I'm blessed, I'm truly blessed. The world is still a roller coaster each and every day. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm learning that reacting in the moment to things isn't my wave and it doesn't have to be. Um, and so, yeah, I'm learning a lot in the silence and I, that's where I'm at, yeah. I love that snaps to you. Right, all the snaps. And I love how, you know, you you address the fear, but you were like, but <laughs> I'm set, <laughs> I'm ready, I got this. Like, I love that. You're not allowing yourself to sit in that. So I think that's beautiful. I'm so yeah. proud well, of you fear, too. Fear is, only, fear is there to show you something. And so mm. you're afraid okay. to jump for a reason. And so like on the other side of fear is your lesson. And so you can see fear and still not be consumed by it. Mm -hmm. Fear is something that always falls in involuntarily based on what happened to you, based on your life experiences. So mm -hmm. once you start to recognize fear, you can walk through it without being afraid. You can say, ah, oh, I'm afraid and go forward rather than I'm afraid I'm gonna go back and I'm afraid what's on the other side. And so I think fear is necessary. I just now see it and it doesn't control me in the same way. And then next week it might, who knows? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I'm, I'm proud of you as well. That's a beautiful thing. Um, I just love your your mindset when it comes to challenges. Um, I think is I think it's beautiful. You don't really allow it to get in the way. You see it just as what you say. You see those things as as a lesson to come. So, and I know that's I know to get there for a lot of people, you've had to been through a lot of things. So, hmm. I think it's it's beautiful that that this is this is you. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I'm still smiling. <laughs> <laughs> so proud. I'm just so proud. I'm just so proud. Um, oh, it's my turn. What's huh? been going on with you, Brittany? Yeah, yeah it's your Brittany? turn. It's, it's your turn. Like, this is roll call or something. Right. Is, it, is, it, is it my turn? Yes. Who else, who else is here? Who else is here? Shabuya. My name is Brittany. So, me, honestly, in a nutshell, um, during the break and, and during uh, being quarantined, I. I've been attacking a lot of things too, a lot of challenges as well. Personal challenges. I'm starting to look at some of my friendships and the way I'm dating differently or have been dating. A lot of things have come to light for me. Uh, and then as far as the show is concerned, I mean, we took a break, but low key wasn't really a break because a lot of things have come up. A lot of opportunities have come up for us as well. Um, so I'm always excited and I'm always open to learning. I don't think a lot of people realize that we started this show from scratch, basically like no, no teachers, you know, no partners, anything like that. Didn't start with any networks. So um, just still continuing to learn and how to grow and how to do better um, with the show. And um, we've been doing quarantine conversations every Friday. So audience, check that out. And that's on our Instagram at Love and Millennial PC. We go IG live every Friday. And that's been amazing to have some really great conversations um, talking about just the things that have come up um, and things that we're learning while we're, while we're staying at home during the pandemic and how we are, um, you know, attacking our, our challenges, right? How we're pushing through. And also if we're not, 
<laughs> you know, because so, let's be real. Yeah, ex well, exactly. Because <laughs> let's be real, we, we may not be, you know, 100%, 100% of the time. So um, it's been really good. And I've, I've been filled with so much gratitude with um, just realizing that I have amazing friends and amazing people that surround me. Um, and yeah, it's just been, it's just been, I've been okay. I'll just say this. I've been okay. I've been doing some work and I've been okay. <laughs> You've been okay. But the smile on your face says more than okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm black. And also, you, and also okay is like a, a good place to be. I'm realizing too, like I'm encouraging, I was encouraging the kids this summer to be where you're at. If okay is it. Mm -hmm. Like it's beautiful to realize that you're okay. It's also beautiful to recognize you don't know something for anything. Like it's okay to lie. It's yes. okay not to have an opinion. And that's kind of what I mean about riding the wave of reacting to everything. Like it's actually okay and more powerful to realize you don't know something because that's when awareness falls in and that's when information comes in when you recognize, I don't know. Mm. Um, so I that's appreciate your, I, I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for seeing me. Um, that's, yeah, that's real. I will say this really quickly too. Another thing that has come up for me was, um, you know, that it, it is necessary to think before you react um, to evaluate if it, if what's happening deems a reaction or a response. There's two, there, those are two different things. A response and a reaction are two different things. And that's been coming up and I've been building off of, off of that realization. So kind of piggyback off of what you said. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thought. Yeah, that's dope. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Mandisa with yes, this yes, new yes. segment. What we about to yes. do, Mandisa? All right, so welcome again to season three, y'all. We about to hit y'all with some new segments this season, okay? And the first segment that we want to introduce to y'all is the word of the day. Some days it might be a phrase of the day, like today. So I'll read the definition of a word or a phrase, and we each have to use it at least once in our conversation over the course of this episode. So we all got our notes open. We're going to tally it up at least once, at least once. So pay attention, folks. Y'all can clock us too while you're listening. Clock yourself. I got to write this down. I got to write this down. What's this phrase? The phrase, and this is something that I first heard during this corona summer and i was like uh, what <laughs> uh the phrase is no cap <laughs> was that is that new to y'all <laughs> oh my gosh Can't, wow no cap no cap i don't even know what that means let me and i asked somebody a few months ago but i forgot that fast because i'm like i don't you no cap mm. I just right, started, right. I've been seeing it, but I just started saying it. Go ahead. Tell, tell us what I mean, what that definition is. Let me tell you, let me tell you. <laughs> so it's an expression. It's a phrase meaning no lie or for real. So it, it's often that makes used sense. to emphasize, right, that someone is not exaggerating about something that may seem hard to believe. And initially when I heard no cap, my mind first went to no capitalization. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You are a beautiful geek. Listen, right. Go ahead, educated queen. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, right we're not capitalizing the... our text no more. What's happening? <laughs> and so I heard this from someone who's maybe like a year or two younger than me, but is still a millennial. And I was like, is this, is this common? Like, <laughs> do other people say? And I said, what are you saying to me? And then he explained it. And I said, Oh, so it's like no cap, like I ain't about, there's no need to cap back at you. And I was like, oh, that not, I get it. I get it in that sense. Okay. To cap back at you? Yeah, I'm confused about that one. What's that? Yeah. That's, that's okay, great. Like it's, awesome. Is that the same thing? Mm, a lot I feel like that's now, is, cap, is cap short for something or are we going with the definition of cap? And have we broke down this phrase? <laughs> <laughs> we, we just going to stick to no cap. <laughs> no cap. Okay. <laughs> No um, and actually, I, so, so I learned this over the summer, but it traces back to 2017 when Future and Young Thug released a track called No Cap. So it just kind of like, you know, made its way into people's vocabulary recently because all three of us just recently heard this. So <laughs> that's our phrase of the day. Okay. I, I somehow just... <laughs> Now I'm, I'm feeling my age now and I'm right. not even old at all. I'm young <laughs> and, and, as hell and I feel like I just aged. But you Listen, know what though? 
I oh, sorry, I think I think it's been around for a minute, but it's one of those yeah. phrases that like has only been in like a city or a state originally, and then now everybody because right. somebody do it in a song or something, not everybody is saying it. You know right. Saying? And and as the youngest one here, I I too was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So, and, and that's partly why I chose it. Cause I was like, wait, if I haven't heard of it, have they heard of this? Let me just drop this into the mix today. So no cap <laughs> is our phrase of the day. Use it wisely. <laughs> Boom. Thank you, Mandisa, for that correctly. phrase of the day. <laughs> I'm yes. excited to figure out how to use that. <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm okay to fail if I don't use it today. And that's okay. Dang. Well, I guess I can't use that in the next segment, which is... Song Association. Our favorite. We had to come back with this segment. It's our favorite. We have so much fun doing it. I smile every time I go back and listen to it (laughs) and sing along right with our asses all over again. Um, So Song Association, here are the rules. I have a list of six words. I'm going to fire off one word at a time. And you all have to use or have to sing a song with the word in it or a word in the title. Mm. (laughs) So let's just do it. Um, All right. So the first word is cry. Cry me a river. Cry me a river. Yeah. 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 Bam. Boom. Boom. There you go, Jamal. Yeah. 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 What was you? Did you I, have anything you were thinking? I was the ad libs. I was. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, um, who's that? Uh, Timbaland. Okay. Oh, there we go. Okay. I was just checking. Yeah. If you had song we're, in mind. At Living Millennial, we're so not competitive. Everybody gets a chance here. Everyone gets a chance. Everyone gets a chance. <laughs> Welcome Literally. to the new America. Everyone gets a fair chance. Actually. You get a chance. You get a chance. You get a chance. You get a chance. Now, after that chance, though, I don't know. Because we got to go to the next word, and uh, maybe you can hop back on then. Another chance, another chance, another chance, another Another chance. chance. (laughs) Hit us with it. Hit us with it. All right. Word number two. Stop. Stop Stop in the name of love. Yes. Before you break my heart, think it over. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. Yes. Thank you for the confidence and the faith that the next round was it. You see, Mandisa, what we did, though, before starting, we made it aware that we go blank. And being present in that, things come much sooner. Yes. You see that? You see that? Yes. Ooh. That's very Ooh. true. You addressed it. And now, y'all. Are we ready for five seconds now? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, you know, here's the metaphor, too. Metaphor, whatever it is. Uh, someone will know the term. <laughs> the I'm thing not, is, too, when you give yourself time, when you give yourself time, how things come quicker when you just give mm. yourself Time. Come on, mm. King. You never feel all of it. Hey. Ooh. 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 Mm. Y'all don't we'll write that, that down later. Get waving right. arms at everything. That that's going on the on the that's going on the social media content. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Give yourself that. time. Give yourself time. You won't use all of it. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just give us some time for word number three. <laughs> Next word. Next word. <laughs> Next word. Bad. Is it bad that yes, I, I never never did? I never did. But I shall know how to fuck. Yes. Oh. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus. We got there. We got there all together. Jesus. I love both. They're yeah. great. Mm. Yeah, right? Sometimes at the same, sometimes one after the other, you know? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I thought you were going to say something at the same damn time. I'm like, y'all. What you thought I was going to say? Sometimes at the same time. <laughs> Oh, well, you can make love and fuck at the same time, too. That's the thing, mm-hmm. too. It depends on what you're working out in bed with your partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or in the bathroom. There's many conversations that can happen in bed Say or more. the bathroom or the kitchen or the couch or mm-hmm. the counter. Or the balcony. Or the car. Ooh. Or the car. Backseat. The car is uncomfortable. No. Mm-hmm. You can make okay, it work, no. though. You <laughs> yoga. Yoga, breathe through, breathe through the moat. Like, you got to reckon. Again, yoga. you got to be present. You got to be present where you are. And if you're present where you are in the car, you'll know where things can go. Amen. Praise God. Won't he do it? Well, you know what? I need a round two with it because now I got a hatchback. So, uh... <laughs> 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 yes. 
We yes. ready. Back to, back to arch that back, okay? All right, next ooh, word, next ooh, word. Take me there, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Jamal's face with me right now. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. All right, next word. Black. I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs> Say it loud. Yeah. I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs> Say it yes. loud. I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs> yes. The audience didn't see, but they had like blank stares through the through the. Through the like. A couple because of things went through my head, and I was like, "What do I do? Do I do black cat? Do I do I'm black and I'm proud? Do I do black parade? Does she say black parade and black parade?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I also oh, went blank that. because I thought back to I think it was a it was a, a, a quarantine conversations that we did, and black we were playing song association, and black was one of the words you gave me. And I butchered whatever the song I was trying to sing. And I was like, nope, not again. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't even remember that girl. So you got a good, you got a good memory, queen. <laughs> All righty. That's our four words. The song association. That I'm feeling fine. good about that. I'm feeling I really did. good about that. I do as well. That was so much fun. I'm hot now, y'all, but I'm, I, it's worth it. <laughs> got, a little, got a little booby sweat, but I feel you on it. Anything for my team. <laughs> you know, booby sweat is good sweat. You gotta sweat to get the toxins out the body. Mm. Very true. Let it, let it drain. Let it drain. It's cooling you down, actually. You it better does. get wet. It does. Mm. <laughs> speaking of speaking of getting wet, you let's... didn't miss that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Never do, never do. All right. So speaking of <laughs> speaking of getting wet, let's go ahead into talking about. <laughs> let's talk about what we did this hot Corona summer. Okay, okay, I mean, okay. It may or may not. It may or may not include getting wet, but just know <laughs> some of my answers. Hey, I'm don't totally take kidding. any. Don't take no one's joy away. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not taking it away. I'm just, I'm acknowledging that it may or may not. It's okay if it has not, and it's okay if it has. It's okay if it got well, I, soaked. I hope, at, I hope at least people got it wet because they washed their ass. <laughs> at the very true. least. Yeah. There's moisture. Least. There's moisture to be had. Okay. Very true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right. how's everybody? How's everybody feeling generally about like? Come on now. We've been in quarantine for a while now. We're entering the fall. Summer has come and virtually gone yeah how are we feeling now virtually how are we feeling right. now in this really new world right now black lives are still fighting to matter and we're still in the house yet getting out a little bit more how y'all feeling mm. Mm, mm, mm. that's oof. under under that whole umbrella Brittany I, I feel like you got <laughs> you got something to say <laughs> What's umbrella? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> honestly, I would say I'm still okay. Um, there's a tremendous amount of grief right now hmm. um, across the board, and I feel it all. Um, so there's, there's, I, I'm, I'm okay. San Diego is going through it. I don't think uh, people are seeing this at all, but San Diego is really going through it. California as a whole has the um, most secretive police force. Um, police organization, police union, um, as compared to any other state. So mm. the fight here is tremendous um, and it's always ongoing, like, like most places. Um, so the grief for that is there. The pain from that is there. Um, as far as me personally, I'm definitely focusing on, on my healing and not being consumed by so much grief. Um, my social media content is heavy. It's always been heavy as far as like a good mixture with like following people who are involved in social justice and activism, um, but also heavy with people who are very involved in self-care. Um, but I mm. still have to be very cautious because it's bloody Sunday every time I open up the apps, right? It's Facebook and, and, and Instagram. So um, I'm being tremendously cautious with ensuring that no matter what I am okay so that's where I am I'm blessed to still be working as well and man, that. man I yeah so blessed to still be working especially in this condition um still working from home which is great and um yeah and, and just trying to maintain solid and healthy relationships and friendships 
Yeah. You mentioned um, social media, consume, how it can consume you. And that made me think of two things. One, there's this docuseries on Netflix called Abstract, The Art of Design. The episode that I was watching was on a UX, UI product designer. And he was instrumental in the team leading the the change within Instagram going from uh, basically, what's the word? What's the word when you change something over? Revamp, that's the word. And so do y'all remember when the icon was like that brown camera, the like old school? Yeah. So he was in, in charge of changing over into the Instagram that we know now. And one of the people who they interviewed on this episode is responsible for the feature known as bottomless scroll to where there's no cue that tells you just like this shot of tequila here. How do I know when I'm done with it? when my glass is empty, but there's no cue in Instagram that tells you when you've had enough scrolling. And so he, he was saying he kind of has to atone for this thing that he's designed where people can mindlessly or intentionally and purposefully spend hours scrolling on this app and where it leads you to. Um, and so I just, I just thought of that connection there because I took Instagram off of my, all of my home screens on my phone um shout out to android <laughs> and customization in that way i was like i gotta get this out of my face and i really have har- har- hardly opened it this entire summer because i it can be such a it can be such a bottomless pit and good comes from it and bad not to put things in black and white and be judgmental in that way but i had to be like i need to step away from this for for my own health and sanity and and peace yeah, because honestly, a lot of us, including myself, had began to use it unconsciously. I mean, most of us operate unconsciously. And once you start doing that, like, once you start understanding how we receive and digest information, whether you think you're passing past something or not, like, you start to see it in a different way. I delete it. I do this every summer before camp anyway, because I like to be present with the kids that I work with and not thinking about Instagram or honestly dealing with the world could be create a safe space that's just different than the world (laughs) and so I like to just be there and um I don't I know that I'll have to go back to social media but I'm not looking forward to going back honestly like if I could stay off of it I would you know and I will go back like I do enjoy it don't get me wrong but right now in the world that we're living in like there's ways to be aware and ways to be active for people who can be active on social media and take care of themselves. I will argue most don't (laughs) then like, that's your life. Go and do that. But for me, I just realized that it's just a whole bunch of ideas and more conflicts that actually doesn't truly get anywhere. Cause when we get back to the ground and we get back face to face, like those conversations don't happen in the same way they do online. Mm. It's a virtual world. And so it's actually like, just made me see that, Oh, yeah, we can really go back and forth and you can learn some shit from this. But like, if we're not learning together, human to human, like, what are we learning? Like, what are we actually doing? You could be reading all the yeah. books you want to, but then like, also, this isn't a thing for you to come out and show it, create a lesson plan of life. It's like, mm-hmm. honestly, like people need to get to human to human interactions and seeing people and believing their truth, even if it's different than yours. It's just a basic concept of this thing called life. People have different experiences. It's so much bigger than right or wrong. And once we start seeing that, then we can start seeing each other and, uh, that's a that's a different that's a different wave that most can't be on because we like being angry, right? Mm-hmm. And we like, we being, like being we around, like being in opposition, right? We like being around other like-minded people and people who have the same taste and whatnot. And and have you all seen? The, it sounds like I watch a lot of stuff, but trust me, I don't. <laughs> have you all seen? I think his name is Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show. He um, this this. Um, I forget what they're called on on the comedy shows. Not necessarily news anchors, but they have their. Oh, own he's specials. like the. Re- Wait, is this the guy who does the report? He goes out to like the the Trump rallies. Yeah, and he asks yeah. these people like questions, <laughs> right? That they should have if they knew what they were talking about. They should actually have an educated answer, and they just proves that they don't. 
Yeah. Right. Right. And so like at the, <laughs> and there, the, you know, it's the daily show, it's on comedy central. So, um, you know, there's this comedic aspect of it, but at the same time, the, the strength that it must take to go out. And when you, when you know that people are saying ludicrous this. things and this. to, yeah. to like kind of calmly point out the facts to them, but also be like, okay, I hear you. And, and I'm, I'm gonna poke fun at you a little bit because the, comedy is the root of this but to really to really hear people talking you know we everyone across what's his name again jordan klepper i believe Hmm. there's something on that i was watching and i wonder if this was it or maybe this guy's name was something different i don't know Uh, but it sounds familiar people should watch those things though because i do think there's a lesson in a huge lesson in what it looks like for people to get it because in some of these shows like Kamal W. Bell does this as well, talking to people about their experiences. And there's really this thing, there's some beautiful beings out there who are really going into the jungle and having mm. conversations with people who do not see them. And you do see in a, some of those conversations in the end, when someone's ignorance is heard and listened to, and then someone responds with actual truth, not because I'm trying to like make you look dumb or embarrass you right. or like degrade you because you've degraded me. It's interesting what can be heard. And because listen, yeah. truth stands on truth. Like honestly, truth just is truth. And I think anger is very important. I think people need to be angry and blowing up shit. And I think people need to be having conversations um, as well. Depends on the day for me. I don't blow up anything. Like mm-hmm. I don't do that, but you know, it just depends on the day and how you communicate. But I, I am seeing that if we don't learn how to communicate with each other, which is a big idea and it takes time because again, this nation and most tribal cultures that exist around the world exist on hierarchical systems that has someone at the bottom trying to get up. You know, it actually exists everywhere. If you change the context, it exists in some way, shape or form. And so until we start to see that big idea and recognize that we're doing the thing that we've always done, change ain't gonna come. Right. And and the thing is, like, the mass of people who you feel and you see this divide between, a lot, a lot of us are, are angry at the same things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, it, <laughs> and it's like, yo, if we could just put aside, put aside judgment in, in so differences and come into the room. And I, I'm also, like, I'm saying this to myself too, <laughs> you know, to put aside those judgmental thoughts of, oh, so we're so stupid. different and reach across <laughs> the aisle <laughs> and, and say, okay, let's, let's actually have a conversation about this. Let's, let's hear each other. Um, because I guarantee you, there's common ground, like no matter what your differences are, there's common mm-hmm. ground. And we're so much stronger in, in together in, in unity. So, yeah. And it's really, a, it's, it's really like a national mental illness, honestly, you know, and it exists yeah. in other places around the world too. Like just the need for power, the need for power. Like the reason why we cycle, you can look anywhere, look at history. Any cycle of suffering is pain is someone trying to keep power and think that giving people who don't have nothing because you put them down and took everything. And if they come up, then they're gonna take everything that you have, which they had already before you arrived. Like just the idea, the simple idea is that motherfuckers who are human like power, like like power. Mm Like, if you watched the Republican convention last night just for shits and giggles, it's all just... Because that's what it it's is. All, like, 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 honestly, and that every... And that, the only thing is, is that right now we got real dumb motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only difference is that these people are really dumb, like, just at the basic form of, like, just dumbness um, without offending <laughs> them. I think that... No, no, no. I really do think that, listen, I'm dumb on some shit. I'm dumb on some shit. If I don't know some shit, like, that I'm dumb on, like... Like, you got to realize that you're dumb in order to learn. They haven't realized that they're dumb. And, like, they're going to awaken, like, fuck when they realize that you're just dumb. You're stupid. Like, you don't got no, like, you're stupid. Ugh, that sounds so bad to say. But it is true when it comes to the Trumps <laughs> and that Mike Pence guy. It's a basic fact, in my that opinion. Guy. Hate me for it. But, however, until you admit, <laughs> it's, like, when Bush was out there doing his thing, too, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was still this power thing. It was still this power thing, Democratic, Republican, there's always this thing of power. And then the other manipulates the other's ideas to seem more powerful. And then the other one tries to say, no, you're taking my power, my freedom. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, where? It's stupid. But until we realize that as humans, 
we do naturally like to feel superior in different ways and that we like I just mm -hmm. was talking down to people you know I just did that I put myself on a pedestal above how dumb they are you know what I mean we do like it you know and when things are done we do like <coughs> and so on every level until human beings realize that that's the struggle that we fight for power and not to see people as human like shit still going cycle like it does I think, I don't know shit, but I think it's just all this power stuff. Like it's this power of keeping people down, people that we think are where they're supposed to be because mm -hmm. you're supposed to be there because you did it yourself and that you don't have a fight or a will to be free, like stay there. Like it's such a stupid thing. So I think we are, we are most critical of the things we don't understand. Mm. As humans, we are very critical of the things we don't understand. We have people who are in politics, people who are in power right now, who are looking at Black folks, Black men, um, uh, Black Indigenous people of color, BIPOC, right? Who are looking at us. Um, and you're right, don't see us as human, who want to maintain their power um, that they have, which is the systematic oppression and racism that they have in place, right? Um, all while using fear and contradiction mm. and things that they don't understand to remain critical of us. And that's what has been, for me, that has been the most heartbreaking because we have to walk the streets with these people. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. we have to walk the streets with people who see you as less than. We have to walk the streets with people who other you, who play the ally role, but still other you. Um, we have to walk the streets with people who are walking contradictions at the end of the day. And that is, that's wild. That's why I couldn't watch the last night of the Republican convention. That's why I could barely watch most nights of the Democratic Convention. I just waited until everybody's full speech was done and I went and watched the people who I wanted to watch, right? Um, because they are, they're, they're playing that tit for tat game. Um, they're name calling, doing all those things. None of which you had hours set, set out, right? Hours set aside for this. Tell us what the agenda is. Tell us what your moves are going to be. Educate us on how you're going to move forward. I don't wanna hear that other man's name. Right. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with with the Republican Party. Um, and and also let's highlight the fact that it's not just the two of them. Right. It's also independents in there. Um, we have liberals in there. We have progressives who are also very critical of things that they do not understand. And if you show up in their spaces without the same their same rhetoric or, you know, without their same views, every single in every single category, they're going to shut you down because they are they don't understand that people really can show up in spaces and be welcoming to all people, right? People can really show up in spaces um, and, and, and show up to want to understand. So I think for me, that's what's pulled me away the most um, because I'm seeing what folks are posting, reposting, these ridiculous memes, all that stuff that is just heartbreaking. And it, it was very clear that it took no thought to build these things. It's very mm. clear that you're, you're, you are critical of the defund police defund the police demand because you clearly don't understand it you don't know what that means you don't know that we want to allocate the funds we want to allocate the tens of millions of dollars that you're giving to the police force every year and we actually want to give it to some of the schools who barely get two million mm. so that that's my that's my little spiel on all of that we are yeah. very critical so what do we do what do we do we have we conversations do? Like, do, we, do we keep going how we keep going because like i hear you like and i do this and I, i'm with you on everything you said and like unfortunately it's not new <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and so like that's my big question these days which is why mm -hmm. i've been taking my time away from everything because no one is including myself mm -hmm. is saying nothing new and yeah. it's like it's like we're ranting through the same list of things and so when i see that happening in cycles i qu the question comes up for me again okay <laughs> what do next? we do mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Like, what and do we do? It's a bit, it's a, it's a huge question. Like, of course, we got to keep protesting. Again, something that we keep doing. We have to keep signing things. Again, something we got to keep doing. Keep educating ourselves. Something we got to keep doing. Keep pushing other people who don't know to understand and, like, use their brains and think through things. They mm -hmm. are, just in a different way. Because if we just think through things, you think through things that make things okay for you. And so there's something else that has to happen in regards to thinking because, like, they're thinking through this shit. Like, mm -hmm. if they, they're thinking through it. You know what I mean? It's a political game it's a game politics has always been a game it's about popularity it's about mm -hmm. getting your people and converting people it's just like ben just before benediction at church what do we do call the altar be on our team mm -hmm. it's the same idea different context so what do we yeah. do I think we continue to, we can, we always, regardless, should continue to educate ourselves. We should to continue to communicate. I think we have a lot of people out there who are getting into debate um, with an uneducated mindset, number one, um, but also without knowing how to truly what have deems conversation. What deems educated? Know what you're talking about on the topic. Like show up with resources, show up with, with reading, with books and things like that. I've, I've come across a lot of conversations with folks and you can tell they're just pulling shit out of their ass. Like, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And if I ask you, okay, who said that? Where did you get this from? Where are the numbers on this? Oh, but people start to fumble and stumble, right? So we need to be prepared with that. And the biggest thing we need to do, and I know we have critics on this too, but honestly, the biggest thing we need to do is vote, but make educated votes, right? No, we need to understand where the power dynamic is and what each role does and how they involve our community. Local politics is going to be the most, the most critical thing that we focus on in this next election. That's gonna be major. San Diego, we have our mayoral, mayoral um, uh, votes coming up in November. That's major. We have two people who are extremely different, um, mm -hmm. who have said some very extreme things on the same topic, and they're going to have a, a huge influence on how we move and operate, continue to move and operate here in in San Diego. So we need to make educated votes. We don't need, don't just say I'm gonna vote for this person because this is a black woman. I'm gonna vote for this person because the name sounds cool. No, what is this person going to do? What does the job entails? What is this, how does this person stand on this? Make educated votes and let's have educated conversations. And that's how we can possibly, that's how we can understand one another and know how to navigate through those conversations. The next thing that comes up too, and the reason why I posed the question of educated, what does that look like? Because if you're voting at 18 for the first time, if you're eight, if you're voting at 40 for the first time, you know what I mean? Education looks different for each person. And like what that, and, and like the, the ability to understand certain terminologies and certain things like that looks different for each person. And so exactly what you just laid out, I think is important because I do think that when we talk about being educated and being smart, like there's motherfuckers out there who don't feel smart and educated. And so like, if we're going to talk about communication and educating people, how we educate people on the importance of these things look different depends on who we're talking to. We can throw rallies and throw information and masses at people. That's not how we educate. I do think that the best education is person to person and actually taking the time to have the conversation with the person or five mm -hmm. people in front of you and have the conversation, take the questions. But if it's like, do this and do that and yeah. do this and do that, like it, it, that garners a response because then you have to think about your intellect, your ability to understand the terminology that's on these papers. So now you're embarrassed to ask someone to the left mm -hmm. of you you're embarrassed to be wrong out loud and so mm -hmm. you don't and so i do again i agree with everything you're saying i ask because all these things looks different depending mm -hmm. on who you are talking to Very there's true. also there's also the time aspect of it like this is september and elections are happening in november but we had primary elections before so the the Regarding the upcoming election, the, the time is yesterday to start and being mm -hmm. like, okay, let me look at the candidates and the information that that is going to come up on the ballot where I am regarding uh, local changes and also on the federal level. And it's saying sitting down and also talking with other people yesterday and now starting now, if you haven't already to say that. This is a lot of information. It is a lot to consume. Mm -hmm. And and so you have to, you, you can't educate yourself on something a day, a week before elections. Like that's just, that's yeah. unrealistic. Even if 
you really sit down and pour over it, that's like cramming for a test. And we all know (laughs) after it doesn't stick. And so it's about sitting down, I think first with yourself um, and pouring over the material, not only what's given to you, but researching and really exhausting your resources to, to really know what's out there and, and to educate yourself on why you're voting for who and or for what. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think of, <laughs> going back to Netflix, I think of Knock Down the House because I mm, watched that recently. Okay. Yeah. And I was in tears for yep. at least the last third of that documentary. At first, knowing, <laughs> knowing that AOC was going to win. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was like, I'm championing for you. And, and she's young and she has such gusto and such verve. Mm-hmm. And there was a part of that docuseries, which it's been on Netflix for a while. So if you like me and you haven't seen it yet, or you just know about <laughs> to see it, like, listen, it's Late been on it for a while. <laughs> And, and there's a part where the congressman who she, the incumbent congressman who AOC is going up against, mm-hmm. uh, I forget his first name, but his last name is Crowley. Um, he, they were having a public forum and he didn't make it for whatever reason. So he sent a Latina woman as a representative with, you know, trying to show face. have the words. Yes. Yes. Face. They have um, trying to be like, Right, I'm down for you all. Here's mm-hmm. my Latina aid. And <laughs> AOC shut that down and was like, who is here? Who do you see here today? And is there mm-hmm. and is willing to, you know, talk with the people one-on-one. Um, and I just, I love her energy. Um, yeah. and, and that she's just not afraid to, <laughs> to say, this is what's wrong this yeah. I have a plan <laughs> yeah it's grassroots and that's major um that's yes. that's always been major in politics that that's how one of our um council members here in San Diego won she was grassroots from the start um and she continues to be um I think a big thing too that we can we can continue to do is get involved in organizations get involved in civic engagement like you know it's 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 not enough just to vote there's more things that we can do um find yeah. out what organizations are doing what a lot of them put on forums and panels with with politicians with our representatives right so if we don't want to sit and read this thick ass book that they send us to figure out what each proposition is and each assembly bill is and senate bill all that stuff right if we don't want to sit down and and have that book guess what organizations do that for us right um and we can connect with them and 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 show up and my i have a question and this is super honest from me um where where do you all find this information? Like, do you do you see it when you're on different social media platforms, or do you do you not see that there at all, or is it just like so absolutely politicized there and polarized there, or like where, where the information you, the information go? for what bills to vote on or organizations uh, to find organizations primarily, but if if you have an answer for bills or candidates also. Yeah. So I honestly, I started years ago. I started on Facebook. I was just looking for different organizations and, and um, activist groups who was doing what, who was showing up. Right. And then I started showing up just as an individual before I started to actually, you know, join some of them. Um, mm-hmm. And that worked out beautifully. Like I love my people. Right. Um, and that's where I started to learn more about bills and things like that. The main the main site I would go to um, if I really wanted to look at the at different bills that are happening or look at the progress as well is called 50trackbill.com or maybe it's .gov. Um, so that's there. But if you there might be some things that like or some terms that we may not all understand. So if we want to really learn like what the um, what the process is, like, you know, maybe not quick and easy, but in like just normal terms if we're new to politics or new to civil engagement all that stuff um then yeah organizations i just found who i know uh on facebook first but i'm sure there's a ton that have popped up again that now have um instagram accounts um that are that are rallying rallying folks rallying as in like bringing members (laughs) 
Yeah. 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 And a simple, you know, a simple Google search does so much. And then like for me, <laughs> when I'm researching things to whether it's what the community that I live in, because honestly, like being in California and L.A., like I live here, but I'm from where I'm from. And so it's interesting being an artist and living in many cities like I don't identify with L.A., although I live here. And it's actually in this time that I'm realizing that my vote matters here in this city. I'm not from here. Mm-hmm. I'm a transplant. You know, I'm rarely here. I'm always gone. Like my home is Maryland, the DC area, you know what I mean? Uh, And so it's interesting as a transplant in a city that I I didn't think about as much, now I do. And so you have to switch up how you stay afloat because like I do live here, I pay rent here, I pay taxes here. And like that means something different for me. Because I do think in order to communicate with people, <laughs> you have to know what they're talking about and what they're reading and what their policies are looking like. And sometimes you can find like through lines and find connections. And oftentimes what we do as humans, we only go to the thing that serves us. And I think that that makes mm-hmm. it hard to communicate because then you only exist yeah. in an opposing way because even if it is dumb. And so, and I also, something that I realized in myself in this conversation too, earlier, Brittany, you said walking with walking contradictions. I think we all got to realize that we all are walking contradictions. Like, you know, I think that Donald Trump is dumb. <laughs> like I do, but then I also oh, will talk. call, and then no I can. also will call, and then I also will call someone out on like, what does education mean? Like, like we also got to aware that we do oftentimes do the same. You said that we criticize the thing that we do most. Like we do. We're all walking contradictions, and I think that as we communicate and as we, because right now it's imperative that we change votes too. We still have an electoral college that fucks shit up, and so it's important yeah, that we go. do not forget that there are some people who are on the other side that we need to learn how to communicate with and see because we do need those votes because we could be like, wait, how did this happen again? The popular vote, the popular vote. And we don't want that to happen. So diversity of thought is very important. And as hard as it may be, pick your day when you have space. Mm, <laughs> pick yeah. your day, not every day. Listen, I don't got yeah. every day for you. The space <laughs> yeah. to like to really on. look at diversity of thought yeah. um, because you got to know how to communicate across the table. Yeah. I know. I think that's true. And I think that's why bipartisanship is so important. Um, I think understanding that we have, like, I don't think people realize that Joe Biden is a very bipartisan candidate. Um, he has been for years from the start. Him and John McCain started um, an initiative uh, a quite a little bit before he, he passed away. So I think that's very important for people to realize. And, and also, I want to highlight the fact that we definitely have people out here including myself who are are very open to understanding all sides we're very open to having those conversations and who have no no problem um for example have no problem as a republican voter right now not voting for trump um because he may he isn't a full representation of the party you know what i'm saying they identify you know they may be registered as republican but they're not they're not doing that so um i think it's, it's also important to to for people to understand that like we have some folks out here who are who because they've been open to communication they've been open to understanding you know more sides than just their own or or uh, basically unlearning a lot of the things that they've been conditioned over the years right of like how the other party which i hate saying but anyway, how the other party or the other person react to things or respond to things or what they should or should not be doing all the all those criticisms right um they're unlearning those those things and those conditionings and and they are they are making different decisions than they have before. And, and I'm interested to see how that plays out statistics wise when we do get the votes, right? How many people voted mm. opposite of their of their party. Yeah. I think some real, has I, nothing to do with dating. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you asked how we were doing at the end of quarantine pandemic. So you know, I know. <laughs> Boom. That was Listen, the only question we asked. We just did we it. Go. This, this is, is how, how we're go. doing. Mm. This is, this this is, is how, how we're does. doing. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be real interesting. Um, I do think that change is going to happen. And I think that we all need to remember, too, that there's things that needs to happen right now. There's things that can happen right now, which is why you got to look at those bills and things of that nature. And then also, like, as long as it took us to get here, it's going to take us some time to get out. And Mm, so recognize that people 
are going through like their emotional, psychological trauma that has existed for so long. And if you look at your family structure, the household you grew up in, what you were taught by your parents, and now maybe you're 30 questioning those things, or maybe you're 40 and you're realizing things that affected you from your childhood that you never realized before, like the nation is having that experience with all these different human beings having different experience. And so it's gonna take time to see that, time to process that, and time to fully get out of that. And so like, I think that awareness, I think for me, gives me pause so that I can see and really make sure that I'm on purpose, making actionable steps that can actually make change mm -hmm. and not just making noise. Yeah, boom, that's very, very true. It's, I think, and I've said this on our RG Live before, but I think when we show up um, in these spaces, it's very important to, to um, address and analyze our purpose and our intentions. Our intentions is major. Um, going back, for example, allyship, you know, we, we have folks who really love saying that they're allies. However, you're showing up and you are actually like committing more damage in a sense, right? I, I don't think I realized this until this past year. And I know it's true in California. Um, it was actually when I was re-registering to vote because I now will vote in Los Angeles County instead of San Diego mm -hmm. County, um, that you, in order to vote in the primary, to, to vote on that ballot, you must register for a political party, for one of the major political parties. And I didn't, honestly, I didn't realize that. Um, and I thought, wow, first of all, that's a gotcha to be like, <laughs> we're going to exclude you unless you choose red or blue. And, and I was like, that, that shouldn't, that shouldn't be like that. And I was like, Oh, why didn't I know this before? And then I, I let that go for myself. And I said, I learned this at, at a time. I must have needed to learn it at this time. And mm -hmm. I did. And now that I know that I'm like, how can we change this? And that's, mm. that's, <laughs> I just want to say that that whole learning experience is all part of what we're talking about. You, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And if you're not finding that information out on your own by chance or intentionally or having conversations with people, whether it's, you know, your friends who you've known for five, 10 years or people who have just come into your life, people who, you know, mm -hmm. maybe you're just in the line at the grocery store standing six feet behind him and you just happen to to strike up a conversation um yeah you you, oh, you don't know what you don't know yeah no that's very true that can lead us to a conversation about voter suppression right and yeah. and and in all the ways that you know it has been made difficult for poor people for people of color um to vote you know, it's, 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 it hasn't been easy for any of us. And then that can even lead on to, let's talk about the Stacey Abrams situation. And because of her experience running for governor, you know, that led to her starting her foundation or organization um, that helps fight voter suppression and, and how much, how many things have been brought to light. And also going back to what Jamal said um, at the beginning, these conversations aren't new, right? Like voter suppression has been around since voting has been around in this country. Right. Um, it just looks significantly different as, you know, technologies and things like that happen, you know, as, as they come into play or different challenges come into play, like right now during the pandemic. So, yeah, it's, it's I love that you brought that up. You highlighted the, the experience that you had and that led to a thought for change. Right. That, that that led to your question. How can we change this? And, and again, that's 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 where I would say, yeah, that's that's the perfect time to find out what organizations are, are around locally and who's doing what, who's, who's gotten so far, you know, that's right. a major thing too. Who's doing what and how far have you gotten? What do your conversations look like? Are you sitting down with people in office with your representatives or are you not? And if you're sitting down with them, how are you speaking with them? Right. Right. Um, Cause a lot of folks don't realize, but a lot of bills that we have in place come from community members. It comes from nonprofits and organizations who have brought to light, you know, AB 392 here in San Diego. Y'all, y'all about to get me started. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, so yeah, so figure out, you know, it's, it's that research is, is, is necessary and, and educating ourselves on what's happening, whatever, and many ways that, that looks like, you know, we don't always have to just reach out. It's, it's great to, to sit down and, and educate ourselves and be critical and analytical of all the information that we receive. I want to highlight that as well. 
Be critical of, of a lot of stuff that we receive. Always ask questions about what we're reading. Um, but also, you know, finding folks who are knowledgeable in, in, in what we are inquiring about. I think that's, that's going to be major. And that's just not for politics. That's, that's for anything that we want to, to consume ourselves with. Right. That's life. Being, being a critical thinker and thinking analytically about things skill of life skill of life as as things change and you receive new information yeah yeah this is a great conversation definitely what wasn't what we thought we were going to talk about today (laughs) i can't look at that but i was like uh (laughs) but there's just so much going on in the world and uh there's a lot to talk about and so we asked you all yeah very important so we asked you all as listeners to like keep these conversations going and to ask us questions. Like I said, keep asking questions because there's many answers and there's many pathways that are out there, which is why there's so much conflict. And so we got to find what's the common ground for like these things from asking the questions and hearing the different responses from where people at and hearing the different voices. And so continue to ask us questions, ask yourself questions, call us to account, challenge things that we've said. Cause honestly, again, these are ideas based on our experiences. And so let's keep talking about this. No one up here is claiming to be an expert. I know that I'm not claiming to be an expert. You took the words right out of my mouth. No Listen, come on with I it. I totally forgot about the phrase of the day <laughs> all together. You got it, Brittany. You got it, Brittany. We got it in there. We got it in there. So y'all know what we're talking about. We're talking about politics. We're talking about how we've been doing since Corona. We didn't talk about Corona. I guess that's on the back seat right now. Wash your hands, stay in the house and out my face. And uh, <laughs> and like I said, let's keep this conversation going. Um, Brittany, you want to hit us with this question of the week? Question of the week. Let us know where y'all stand um, as far as engaging in conversations with people um, about politics. Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel confident in the conversation? We definitely want to know uh, where you all stand with that for sure. And I especially am curious about how that ranges when you talk to family versus friends. Mm. Because I know I have a whole different set of dialogue for those two groups of people. And it's mostly based upon the energy that I enter a space into it and what I'm willing to to absorb for a certain amount of time. And I'll say, I got to I got to go. I must end this. Yeah, because yeah. I, 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 I might want to preserve the relationship more so than mm-hmm. the conversation. That's real, and I think I think two things two things um, will end on with that. Two things I think is important when we are engaging in conversations with folks, debates really at the point, but like depending on how it goes, right? Right. Um, polite debates is the goal. <laughs> is the goal. But That's an oxymoron. Um, <laughs> is it? Debates don't always have to be. Debates don't always have to be. Not a hundred percent, but the two words. My my reaction. You see now my response. My (laughs) my reaction to it. Come on with it. Let's keep going. Let's keep circling back. Okay, facts. Um, yeah, I would say you know when we're having polite debates, I think two things that we we it's okay to say, and and I want us to get comfortable with doing is saying like, oh, I didn't know that. Mm Hmm. Right. And it's also it's also okay to say, you know, I'm going to end this conversation here. I think it's in our best interest to end the conversation here. If you see that the conversation isn't going anywhere, that has been helpful for me. And and I actually say it in a way that's like sometimes I'm like, oh, I could tell you and I cannot have. Uh, educated conversation or you and I cannot have a um, <laughs> yeah shit actually fuck that shit hell yeah <laughs> you and I cannot have an educated conversation about this so I'm going to pull out I'm, go- I'm going to stop the conversation here because it's mm-hmm. clear that the information that I have and the information that you have is it's gonna get us in some shit basically right or right. even the lack of information that I have or the lack of information that you have is gonna, it's not going to be helpful, right? So I think it's okay to, to end a conversation or a debate if you can tell that it's taking up too much of your energy. And if we're talking about self-care right. and being mindful, then 
I think we need to know what, what, what we want to contribute our energy to, who we got time for, basically, and who we don't. Right. Does anyone here right. think it's not okay to end the conversation when you're ready? I'm all for it. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's totally cool too. I think that um, yeah, anyone has the right to end a conversation or, yeah. Right. And it's again about how you do it. There's a mm -hmm. fucked up way to do that. <laughs> there are many different ways to uh, halt the conversation, <laughs> and leaving the room is also an option too. Um, Absolutely. Or There's choosing not to out. engage or stay in earshot of what's triggering you is also an option. Um, you always, real yeah, you always, you <laughs> always have a choice to get in the ring or not. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very true. Very, very true. Y'all, this was <laughs> an amazing conversation. I love that we started with all the songs. We got, we even got a little dirty in there. You know what I'm saying? Made a couple. <laughs> Innuendo, you know what I'm saying? I'm still waiting on, you know, people to slide in the DMs with some stuff, so. I know, like, don't get me wrong. Y'all in the DMs and everything, audience. However, <laughs> I still don't see no gray pants, print, like, you know, some. Give me a little something. <laughs> Jamal, I don't want it. Don't worry, we'll check it, we'll check it. I'm just kidding. I, I yeah. get enough of those. <laughs> Um, another huge thank you to our audience for listening to this episode. We kind of flipped the script. We even surprised ourselves, but that's exactly what happens when you're in the flow and you have things on your heart. Y'all know what to do. <laughs> Subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to do what we do, y'all. Find us on IG at Living Millennial PC and Facebook. Give us a like, Living Millennial Podcast. Until next time, we're out. We are living Millennial. Oh, ba, 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 ba. All right, friends, that's our show. Tune in next time. Hey, more to come. More, more, more to come. Be sure to subscribe to our show. Follow us on IG and tell us what you think.